Hey everyone, this is Brother Wayne Clemens. I just want to thank you for tuning in with us today and being part of the worship experience here at Potter's Hope. Also, I want to tell you that there's several different venues that you'll be able to get the message in the entirety if you'd like. They're either by podcast or either going to pottershope.com where you'll also be able to listen and watch uh, for any of those times. But also, I want to encourage you to be with us in person, 8.30 Central Time at Exit 124, right there at White Mills and the Eastview Exit right off the Western Kentucky Parkway. And then also on campus, Sunday mornings here at 135 Commerce Drive uh, at 10.30. Also, our Wednesday night services at 6.33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. But anyway, God bless you. I hope this message just um, in this time of encouragement finds you doing awesome. Be encouraged and know that Jesus loves you. God bless. Man, isn't God good? Hallelujah. Come on, let's give him some more praise at home and in here for sure. For sure. You can be seated. And uh, like I said, want to get back to faith. Want to get back to faith. You all know where we were last Sunday, if you watched. And one thing that's under attack right now is your faith. It's your faith. I made a statement, Josh, last week, and I think I said this. I said, what is it that made? If there was a million, over a million that came out of Egypt, Israelites that came out, then why did only two make it in? To the promised land. You see, this is something today that we've got to grasp. We've, we've got to begin to see that, that this faith thing is something that's truly being tested. But the Word of God would tell us, the Word of God would tell us that Caleb, it was Joshua and Caleb, those two that made it into the promised land of that generation. Of that generation. Caleb had the right spirit. They had the right spirit. And in the fullness, man, of who we are in him, it has to come through the Holy Ghost of God. Now, when I say that, you imagine being the only two out of a million plus people and everybody else is saying there's giants in the lands and we ain't going to make it. Imagine how many of y'all could be around somebody like that for five minutes hard. They ran it for 40 years. Now, you imagine if you're around somebody murmuring and complaining, and this is something you need to grasp about your faith. That's the reason we walk by faith, not by sight. And so when everybody else is telling you that you're not going to make it, you're not going to do that, don't lose sight of what God has said to you. Do you hear me? Don't lose sight of what he said. That's the reason tonight I'm going to use some filters here, and that's one of those filters is going to be the Word of God, which is so so important. So let's do this. Let's go back to Luke chapter 18 tonight. Come on, we'll go back there and launch from where we did last week. Luke chapter 18 and verse 8. I'm going to do my best, man, not to keep you very long tonight. So once again, and he spake a parable, verse 1, and he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men always ought to pray and not to faint or to lose heart. He said there was in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. This is Jesus speaking this parable. And he would not for a while, but afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she wearies me. 
And the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. And shall not God avenge or protect even his own elect, which cry day and night unto him? And bears long with them. And here's verse 8. I tell you that he shall avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, shall he find faith on earth. Heavenly Father, so thankful once again for those words in red. Jesus, thank you for that word that you spoke over 2,000 years ago and is still speaking tonight. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you do what you do. That, God, you would bind us together right now. God, wherever this message is finding people, Lord, make us one in who you are. We love you, Lord. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. When you begin to look at the word faith, you look at the word assurance. You look at the word fidelity. Trust is going to be interwoven in there also. And tonight, that's something that we want to build on. Last week, when we were talking about, or last Sunday, we were talking about, we were talking about things that are coming against our faith. And if you remember, we talked about a funnel, and we talked about a filter. Now, you know, Amy and I, that when something's going on in our life, we run that by each other. That's what we do. And I'm going to tell you, one of the most critical things in your life is not just having friends but having good, godly friends. Get this now. Something that's very important, whether I said this or not last Sunday, I want to tell you again if I did, is that find those people that are more interested in building your faith than they are propping up your feelings. This is one thing today. What happens so many times in our life is that you want somebody to pet you and your problem doesn't need petting. Your problem needs fixing. That's where we go to that empty side of things. See, the enemy knows what he's doing. He wants to get you empty. But, you know, we talked about how dangerous that empty was. It had potential. Empty always has potential, but it's tied to what you fill yourself with. Not problems so much, but the potential, but it's the product you put in. Now, I want to say this. Look here. Let's just go back there just for a moment to say this. See, the enemy knows what he's doing, that when you're broke, your ear wants to hear I can make you rich. When you're lonely, your ear wants to hear, I'll be with you. I'll stay with you. And whatever that you think that you want or your need is, that's where you're going to begin to gear your reaction to that. And that's the reason that empty is such and can be such a problematic place. So find those people, those good, godly, counselor-type friends that are in your life that say, you know what, I know you don't feel like it, but I'm not here for your feel. I'm here for your faith. I know you can't see it yet, but not only are you going to come out of this, God's going to give you favor while you're going through it. You need those type of people in your life that say, listen, I know you're hurting, but there's a healing on the other side of this hurting. You need godly people in your life to tell you, we didn't come to quit we came to conquer in Jesus name and that's what we need today within the body of Christ we don't need a bunch of people to lay down and quit we need people to rise up in Jehovah God's name and declare that we are more than conquerors I know how this thing ends 
We talked about saving faith. We talked about enduring faith. And then we talked about that ending faith. For by grace are you saved through going to church and singing the song and listening to the preacher and listening to this podcast. No, you are saved by grace through faith. Faith in who? Faith in what? Faith in Jesus Christ and Him alone. There's no other place to put it. Oh, I'm going to get me a little bit of this and I'm going to get me a little bit of that. Listen, we don't serve an hors d'oeuvre kind of God. I serve a kind of God that's everything that we need tonight. That enduring faith, that's what you're dealing with right now. We know he's Alpha and Omega. We just need the kind of God to show up in the middle. For those of you that need some encouragement tonight, hallelujah, probably all of us. For those that wait on the Lord, he's going to renew your strength. You're going to sit in the corner and cry. You're going to lay down and quit. You're going, to get a, you're going to get on Facebook and look for somebody. For those that wait upon the Lord, He's going to renew your strength. And you're going to mount up with wings like eagles. Turn to somebody and say, I'm going to run and not grow weary. Woo, glory. And I'm going to walk and not faint. But listen, you've got to wait on Him. What are you waiting on? God's waiting on His people to shout and declare that He's still God. That enduring faith. I couldn't imagine being 40 years, man, with people. That's all they did is murmur and complain. You know Joshua had some real. Caleb had some real. And when Joshua come to that place, man, where he's dividing up the land because he knew what God had given him. Caleb come. Caleb about 80. He better than 80 years old. He comes up. And I can see him. He's coming up to his pickup window. You know, like when you lay stuff away. He knew it had been laid away for 40 years. Come on, somebody. Woo! And he said, he told, he told Joshua, he said, I'm here for my stuff. That's really paraphrasing, isn't it? But he said, I'm here for what he told me I could have 40 years ago. Now, here's what you need to get. Don't let anybody in your life keep you from the promises of God. What God said was yours is still yours. The day that you got saved and he told you you could have joy in the midst of everything else flying up in your face, you can declare that I've got joy because he said I could have me some joy. What he said, he said, give me my mountain. Now, you know, the word tells us there. The word tells us, now you know there's some giants there. He said, they was giants when I seen it 40 years ago. He said, I know there's giants trying to keep me from my promise. But them giants is going down. Because I'm here after my promise. Give me my mountain. Glory be to God. For those of you tonight, man, that God's revealed something to you years ago, and it seems as though situation, it seems so this and that and everything else has kept you from that. Listen, if God spoke it, he'll perform it. Mm-mm-mm. See, what happens is that we got all this stuff funneling into our life, and we got this voice and that voice and everything else when we need to filter it. I'm going to give you all tonight three things that I've used and that I want to continue to use in my life 
to filter things. To filter things. And what I'm saying is this. I told you all before, I, it ain't that I get mad or upset, but I, I, don't, I don't receive everything that somebody's got from me. Even when they say, thus saith the Lord, you better be careful. When you say, the Lord told me. Boy, you putting yourself in a place right there. Now I'm going to tell you, I'm not being critical. I, I, I know it sounds like I am, but I'm not. I'm not. Because, boy, I'm sure telling you, I believe in end-time prophets. I believe in all these things. But I'm going to tell you something. Remember, once again, I've been saying it a lot. You don't follow prophecy. Prophecy follows you. Okay? It's much like faith. Faith is not realized until after you've reached the destination, that ending faith. Now, when we look at that, what's the first thing? Let me get to my piece of Scripture here that I want to use the types of filters that I look at. The first thing, it's real quick. Let me just go ahead and give you the three of them in case I don't get through all of them. I'm going to try. The blood, the Bible, and baptism. That's my filters. I mean, it's my understanding that, that, you know, the blood that runs through our body, not only does it oxidize or help release that carbon dioxide, all of those things, brings oxygen, all this stuff into our body, all of those things, it carries things throughout our body. The kidneys clean it, we understand that, purifies it, all those things, but the blood. I run everything through the blood. What's that mean? Born again, blood. Let me show you where I base that piece of Scripture. If you have your Bible, let's go ahead and go to Exodus chapter 29 and verse 20. Exodus chapter 29 and verse 20. All right, let me just give you just real quick up to speed. We're on the other side. We're on the other side of the Red Sea. Now, God is ordaining some things. He's setting aside Aaron and his son. God is showing Moses how the tabernacle is going to be. God is revealing more of himself all the time. Moses is leading them to still a lot of stiff-necked and stubborn, all of those things. But in Exodus 29, 20, God tells Moses, Then shall thou kill the ram and take of his blood and put it on the tip of the right ear of Aaron. He goes on to say that you're going to go ahead and what you're going to do is you're not just going to do that, but you're going to, I'll be paraphrasing some. He said you're also going to put it on the tip of his thumb on his right hand. And not only that, but you're going to go ahead and put the blood on the tip of his big toe on his right foot. And you say, well, that's the strangest thing I've ever heard. The blood. You've got to understand that there's three offerings there. When you read Exodus chapter 29, it's worth a great deal of study. The bullock, they really offer the bullock and two rams. The bullock that they offer represents the sin offering. Jesus fulfills all three of these. How many of you know that he was made sin who knew no sin? And by the way, that's more than a song, that's scripture. He became sin for us. And because of that, that imputed righteousness, meaning that I don't have to work for it, even though if you have faith, you're going to do works. Hello, somebody. Well, I'm just saved, and, and I'm a, I've been in the way for 40 years. Yes, you have. And it's time to get in the way and make a difference. Let me stay on task here. So see, when you see that, the blood and the importance of that, but Jesus, even in that first sin offering that we see, he became sin. 
You've got to, you and I have to understand that, that when we go back and say, I just don't know that I can be forgiven. Listen, friend, until you come to the place that you realize wholeheartedly, understand that you are forgiven, not because of what you've done, but because of what he did, and it is paid in full. Can somebody say, I'm paid for tonight? Praise be to God. Well, I just can't get over it. He's over it. Always say, Amy, I say this so, I say this, I, I don't know how many times I've said this. Every time that you tell them, I just think I've done, you're saying not that you've done too much, but he didn't do enough. And you know what that's about? Faith. You got more faith in your wrong than you do in his. You got more faith in your wrong than you do in his right. How many people have we seen crippled spiritually, mentally? How many people? And guess what? Not only did he save me when I was 16, not only did he ordain me, man, and pour that warm honey boil on my head, whatever it was, when I was 30. But you know what? <laughs> your preacher has sinned since then. I don't know what it was. Can I tell you, we've all sinned and fell short of the glory of God. But can I tell you, if it hadn't been there that we all have, I know that I have. And can I tell you, the first step of faith and the first step of you getting things right is not just confessing, but saying not only did I confess it, I'm repenting, I'm turning in Jesus' name. And when I get up from this altar, wherever it is, I'm going to be free because your word declares that therefore who the Son makes free is free some of the time, no part of the time. No, you are free all the time. Come on, somebody. That's faith. So many people. You know what I want to do? There's two things. I either want to throat punch them or jab slap them. Sorry, Amy. I didn't mean that people watching. I didn't. I love you. But I would like for the Holy Ghost to get a hold of you real good and give you some holy shake. You say, hey, it's paid for. Pastor said it's paid for. I'm going to get up tomorrow morning. I'm going to live like hell. No. Love says don't do that. Man. Praise be to God. The blood. The blood. Well, you're thinking this right now. You're thinking why the ear? Why the thumb? Why the big toe? Why not the mouth? Why not the eye? Turn to somebody and say, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. We walk by faith, not by so why did he not anoint the eye? Because you walk by faith. Forty years they walk by faith. Some of you right now going through some of your valleys of decision and you've got that funnel coming into your life and they, I think I'm going to do this, I think I'm going to do that. What's God got to say about it? Well, I don't know. Turn to somebody and say, He that hath an ear, let him hear. Out of all of the seven churches 
in the book of Revelation, he didn't say all that hath an eye, let him see. All that hath a mouth, let him taste. He that hath a, let him. So today, what we're dealing with is we're not, we are not dealing with the lack of the word being preached. We're dealing with a famine in the land of not just that, but the word being heard, received. Seeing's not the problem. He put the blood. So stay with me a minute. Why, Jake, on the ear? I don't know about you, but how many of you all, let me just go ahead and ask you, how many of y'all heard him calling your name? Was he calling Wayne? No. He was calling me out by my sin because he seen my soul. See, conviction comes through your sin. And when, but when I heard, for God so loved. Remember that when you heard that, so then faith, and how shall they hear without a, how shall they hear without a preacher? In Romans 10. Well, pastor, I'm not a preacher. Yes, you are. You're born again. <laughs> Your life becomes a witness to others in whom you serve. So why do we do that? Let me, let me help you with that. So when we look at that, I remember him calling me out. Today, the problem is this. You're all right. I'm all right. Oh, well, that's just a small sin. That's just this sin. That's just, well, I told a little lie. Well, I told a big lie. Well, I did this. I, can I tell you, all of us have sinned. And I know how we want to do. Well, I never did that. Don't we? Can I tell you something? He died for little lies, big lies, big sins, little sins. He died for all sins. So, now you got to think, so what are we doing right here? See, so within that sin offering, we've got that. We've got the, bull, the bullock in that. They've already done that. Then the second one, real quick, just let me bring this up to pace. The second one would be the burnt offering. That ram's offering would be the burnt offering. That's Jesus, once again, exemplified that he gave it all. He didn't leave anything back. Complete. That means that he didn't go part of the way to Calvary. He went all the way to Calvary. That when we hear those days, or we hear those words today, read, read from Scripture that says it is finished. There it is. It's done. This third one here with this blood that we look at, this is called consecration. This is considered a true act of consecration with this lamb. And what's it doing? It's setting Aaron and his sons aside. Now, the word of God says in the book of Revelation that we are made kings and priests. Not only having authority, but understand the anointing. What he's doing here with the blood. And I, 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 want, you, I want you to grasp this because it's, to me it's powerful. It's my filter. That when I hear things, do I hear it through the blood? What does the blood mean to you? Forgiveness. So when I hear hate, when I hear foul, 
what they're doing is they are setting aside. And why is that? Because they're setting aside to hear the congregation. What's getting ready to happen is that all of this generation is getting ready to come to Aaron. And they're going to continually, between him and his sons, they're going to be continually offering sacrifices. We don't understand the priesthood today. But when it says priest, that's not rank. That's not this or that. What that is, a holy priesthood, is one that is standing in intercession. It is one that is standing in the gap. It is one that is interceding right now for the United States of America and declaring that we're going to have a revival to where everybody gets saved and to where lives get changed. Hey, aren't y'all thankful for a stimulus package that we don't have to wait on one for the White House, the house of this, the house of that, that there's a stimulus package in the house of God? You ain't got to wait on them. Woo! Glory be to God. So when I hear it, I hear through grace. Because by grace I'm saved. That when I'm interceding, I'm reminded that I don't even deserve to be in the place that I'm in to even stand in that gap. But God has saved us and set us free. And we are a remnant church, a remnant bride. That we are the ones that are keeping God from coming back today. I don't understand that, Pastor. I believe right now it's the prayer, the prayers of the saints. As much as we say, Lord, come quickly. How many of y'all got some loved ones that need to make it in? Well, I don't even like this Democrat or this Republican. Listen, quit seeing that and start seeing a soul. They need Jesus. blood that's what has to filter that when i hear it it's got to go through the blood of sacrifice listen when they placed on this lamb of consecration and i know this is a little bit deeper i don't teach this out much but or or haven't very often but they would place their hands it's much like on the day of atonement but they would place their hands kenny on the top of that ram's head and they would set it aside Today, when you, when you begin to understand that you are consecrated, that you are different, that when he said, come out from among them, be ye separate, he meant it. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Well, that's right. Evidently, you notice the way. No, that's not holy. Holy is him and him living in you. Don't be deceived. All of your righteousness and my righteousness is as filthy rags. We are all as an unclean thing. But that consecrated lamb, that when you think about that, they were setting it aside. And as they done that, that was, a, that was an animal that had never, you got to think, that was a sinless, that animal never done anything. It was taking an innocent life. To put it in an expiation, to put it in the place of a sin-filled life. Let's go a little deeper. When they put the crown of thorns. On his head. They didn't even know what they were doing. When they did that, when the high priest 
were there and they were behind it. They didn't understand the lamb. And sadly today, many people that come in and out of church don't either. I don't want to be condemning at all. But today, where do we need? You know what you, you and I need? Where do we? We need his hand on our head and on our mind. Stay with me a minute. That we might have the mind of Christ. <laughs> but we're easily offended, aren't we? We get so easily offended. Well, wait a minute. This... I'm going to tell this. This is funny. This is funny. I'm going to tell it because y'all know I'm wrong and real. We're giving out some turkeys here a while back. And uh, we're giving out some turkeys. And, man, we had to stack them in the parking lot. Remember? We had to stack them. We had, like, I don't know, a bunch of cars. We stacking them in there. And they pulled in this front line. And, and the, like, it was probably five cars deep, wasn't there, something like this. Then you come over and we stack five more. Kenny and them stack five more. And then five more. Steve, wherever you Five more. Remember, you have five, five more. Well, this front line. I think they thought, we're in the first line. Man, we're going to get us a turkey. We're going to be gone. <laughs> well, I wasn't handing out the turkeys. I was working the line over here. Having a ball, man. I was having a butter ball at the turkey giveaway. We's over there. I'll never forget. We's over there. And what we did, instead of letting that whole line go through, we take one out of this line. One out of this line, one out of this line, and one out of this line. So you take them this way and not like that. So really those that were first may have been last. <laughs> I'll never forget this. is so awesome. So <laughs> y'all got to help me, boy. So <laughs> there was a lady, and bless her, I had a wonderful prayer with her. I'll go ahead and say that. Just, just loved her. I really did. And she was about two or three uh, cars deep in the first line. And so we done, they done been like 15 cars go. And she's been. Finally, get back and say, hey. I said, beautiful day. I said, how y'all doing, man? Isn't God good? No. I said, hey, sis, I said, what's up? I don't know if she said, no. she, she said, well, I said, what's up? Well, I was first in line, and now I'm like 60. We're Southern. You know what I said? Bless your heart. Bless your heart. And when you really mean it, bless your pea-picking heart. I just smiled so big. This was so awesome. I think you was there with me. I just smiled so big. I, she said, well, now I'm, she was ill. And I said, hey. I said, that ain't no problem, ma'am. If you'd like, you can just pull right on in and go on out. With a smile on my face and love on the inside, nobody's making you stay. See, y'all like, that's my pastor? Yep. I don't like seeing nobody smack a free hand that God's given. Because can I tell you something? It's not my hand being put out there. Now, I'm saying that with love, and I hope you're watching tonight, sis, because this gets better and you know it. I mean that. Oh, no! Mm -mm. Now we're good. And I said, that's awesome. I said, I'm so glad y'all come, and I meant it. 
And I said, you know what? I said, let's pray. Okay. We lit in praying, man. We printed down things. I could feel it shifting. Things was changing. And while I'm praying, I heard the girl over in the pastor and pray for my foot. I'm like, hallelujah, God. it. We prayed. We got done praying. The biggest smile. See, prayer changes things. Can I tell you something? I can't make you get a turkey no more than I can make you get saved. But I've got to tell you this, man. God loves and God cares. He truly does. But God turns that kind of stuff around. In the midst of all of that and now back to task, that when we look at the blood, where is it that we need his hand upon us today? To have the mind of Christ, who thought it not robbery, who thought it to be equal with God, that he should have been this, he should have been that. Jesus shouldn't have been born in a manger. He was king. He was this. No. Today, where is it that your mind, or what is it that needs to be consecrated? Your mind. Your mind needs to be set apart. Well, this is what other people are doing. You know why other people are doing? Because they're thinking that. Just because you think it doesn't mean you have to do it. Well, everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it because everybody's thinking it. Well, I might as well go ahead and say it. I'm thinking it. Shut your mouth. I don't know who ever told you that, but that will not work in a marriage. Amy, can I get a witness? That was a weak hallelujah, but she knows exactly. Well, I might as well say it. No. The power of life and death lies in the tongue. <laughs> now, anointed. Watch my filters. The blood. I got to hurry. The blood. Not just there. Not just in what I hear. But listen, it's an anointing that comes that lets you be an intercessory type. Lets you have that intercession between the people in there. And when you go ahead and read, it says, and then after they did that, they put it on the altar. You need to hear this. The priesthood was connected to the altar. Today, people want position, but they don't know the altar. It's a sacrifice. I sent out a text today to two young men. I said, everybody wants a holy harvest, but they don't have anything and don't know anything about the holy ground it takes to grow it. When the Lord, the captain of the Lord's host, came to Joshua in Joshua chapter 5, when he was coming up in there to the Lord, remember that, Amy? And Joshua was a man of war. He's getting ready to throw down on the Lord. He's captain of the Lord's oath. He said, Captain of the Lord's oath, I believe it to be Jesus. He says, Far enough. He said, You take your shoes off. This is holy ground. Where he is is holy. Now, let me help you. Is he living on the inside of you? That means that when I walk into a place that is full of chaos, confusion, and evil, that if he's in me, holy ground's getting ready to walk in. Not me, but him. Why? Because you're set aside. You are consecrated. Now listen to me. Why don't I hear from God? You hear everything else. 
He that hath an ear, let him hear. Let me get, I don't have time, but in Luke chapter 8, it's the parable of souls also in Mark 4. Jesus said there were some that bring 30, 60, even 100 fold, but they were those that were on the good ground. And Jesus cried and said, you don't understand it. He that hath an ear, let him hear. You're wondering, where's the harvest? Pastor, do you listen? Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't. That's that funnel. See, this is the difference, I'm telling you. I filter my stuff. I filter my stuff. If Facebook can filter stuff, then I surely can. Real quick. Why the thumb? Why the thumb? Because if that represents members, if that represents that, the anointing and the blood. I don't have time to get into the blood or the anointing with the oil, but the blood should touch every member. Your thumb has that unique that it can touch every, right? In the church, I want the blood to touch every member. That represented what I do, that everything that I put my hand to do, let it be him. Let it be him. The anointing that see this is something I I don't know. Have you all ever like shook hands or got a hug from somebody like and you're like, man, they holy. They just holy. Rick, was you with us that time that we were uh, when we when they were putting in the TV station in Bethlehem? You was there. Do you remember we were there, Jenny and Bob? If you're watching, I know there were several that went. Kenny was with me that time too. And when we went over there, I'll never forget. It was open air. It was right there. Open air right there in the hills of Bethlehem where they putting that in there, which was mostly Arab. I've told this before. Let's tell it again. We're in that room with these people that don't believe in Jesus. But we're there and we're joining hands and we're praying. Pastor Bob and all these people, <laughs> we're all there praying. And man, it's like the place begin to shake. There's a wind that started blowing in there, man. And I'm telling you, power. I was hooked up. <laughs> I was hooked up with one of these guys that was the owner of what would be the TV station there. When I got done, he went. I said, thank you so much for letting us come. He said, what is that I feel? That's the Holy Ghost. I still believe that the Holy Ghost has the power to shake buildings and shake bodies. I still believe that a Pentecostal wind blows and that people speak with new tongues. Whoa, now wait a minute. No, what about a new tongue that you find yourself praising God all day long instead of speaking that junk? You are what you hear. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. There's my funnel. There's my reservoir. Pour in this, pour in that. No, when you... What I do. Then my big toe, or your big toe, the right big toe. Everywhere I go. When when the Lord told Abram, Abraham, he said, Every place the sole of your the sole of your foot shall tread, it'll be yours. 
Well, you know what we want to do, Jenna? We want to take the easy ground. But that's not the ground you need to take. You need to go into the enemy's camp and take, come on, somebody. Well, I don't know if I, I, well, my daughter's on drugs. Walk in that door. Well, my son's this, my, my this, that, my, well, they're, they're married. Uh-uh. You don't understand. I'm claiming this ground for the king. Why? Because, listen, the bloods. Come on, somebody. Well, I just want to go to what's easy. Do you think that when he's walking the Via Della Rosa, do you think that was easy? Do you think it was easy when he's there in Pilate's Hall and they're slapping him? I think it was easy. Was it easy carrying that old cross? Did he stumble? It doesn't record it in Scripture. Look. Sure, Simon the Cyrene helped him. Wasn't that his name? Didn't he help him pack it? But it doesn't say he fell. I don't think. I don't know if I can make it. You can make it. Because you are anointed by the blood. You have a consecrated mind. You've got a consecrated step that let every place the sole of my foot treads upon. Well, you can't go in. What do you mean I can't go in there? Remember, Amy, we go into a trailer. That's, that's just, she said, what are you doing? I said, I'm going in there. You can't go in there. I said, I'm going in there. Hollering, carrying on all this stuff, everything else. I went in. She said, can I wait here in the car? I said, come on. Just sat and I get there at the door. Somebody's raging. I said, in the name of Jesus, sit down. Calm down right now. You calm down. Cranked up high, everything else. Sit down. What are you doing causing this family all this trouble? You telling me you love her and you're so cranked up out of your head. Immediately. Holy Ghost set him down. Am I right? He began to break like a baby. That's God. Ain't got nothing to do with your preacher, your pastor, your friend. That's because of the blood of Jesus. Come on, somebody. You see, you can do. Now, listen, I ain't going to tell you to start walking in looking for trouble. That ain't what I was doing. But I'm telling you right now, every place, the sole of this foot, you don't understand. That I've had to walk back to my past with an anointed foot, with a blood, and go back and reclaim what hell told me was going to keep me from my promise. I walked back there with a blood anointing and said, you can't take what Jesus has already paid for. My past is paid for. I am free in Jesus' name. you got to filter stuff through the blood. Now, people say you, oh! you got all these people in your life. You need to be hearing from God. I got people telling me, it's going to make everybody mad. going to make everybody mad. Right, listen, man, I'm telling you right now, boy, there is some word. Out there right now, Furtick, Hagee, different ones, whoever it is. Who, listen, I'm telling you, there is some anointed word out there, whoever that is. I'm telling you, I'm not again that, man. We all in this thing together. Can I get a witness? 
But I'm going to tell you something. Let me tell you what I need. I don't need a word from somebody else. Stay with me a minute. Now, here's what I'm telling you. When I tell people, I say, stop right there. I don't want to hear what that said and what that said. Now, if we're talking about that in conversation, I'm like, oh, that's good. But here's what I want to hear from you and you and you. What's God telling you? Because you know what I want to hear? Because the blood speaks. Well, so and so. No. What are you getting out of the word? How many of y'all read that word? And like you read, you done read the Bible through 87 times. You know it, man. And you get through it. And you're like, then you come back. And just like tonight, he cried. I'm like, what? How did I miss that? That's in Luke 8 for me. And you get that. I want to know what God is saying to you. Well, so no, I don't want to know about so and so. Well, I ain't been hearing nothing. That's fine. Keep listening. I'd rather somebody tell me, man, I ain't heard nothing, than to give me something that I don't. I better hush. I'm gonna make everybody mad. I'm telling you right now, it's time for you to take back. I take that back. I ain't even got to the Bible yet. The blood. The blood has to be a filter. Filter everything through the blood. Because when you do that, you'll have a forgiving heart. You'll have a grace-filled heart. You'll have that. You'll speak with grace. Your life will change. Isn't it pitiful how, what we've done? We've forgotten, Jake, where we were and who we were. Don't ever lose Spiritual sight of who you used to be. I can't believe they do that. Really? <laughs> I told Jake, I'll probably bring this out Sunday. I told Amy too. I said, Holy Ghost this morning, 2 o'clock, just wore me slick out with something. I mean, just wore me out. And I'm like, oh, Holy Ghost. Powerful. Made me mad in the flesh. But boy, in the spirit, it, it just soaked me. And I said, Holy Ghost, that is truth right there. He revealed something about me that was as, just as clear. And I'm like, oh. I just kind of. Because see, when you want to hear from God, I want a word for other. No, I'll tell you what usually happened to me. When I want to hear for God, it's straightening me up, boy. You got to hurry. What's my filter? The Bible, real quick, amen. I'm going to be real quick, real quick. The Bible. Filter everything through the Word. Well, so and so, filter it through the Word. Well, I heard this prophecy. Filter it through the Word. Is it that easy? Why? Because thy word's a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Why? Because thy word is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even unto the dividing asunder of soul and spirit of thought. It's a discerner of the thought and the intent of the heart. The Word of God says, sanctify them through the preacher. Sanctify them through the praise song. No, sanctify them through the Word, for thy Word is a possibility. No, thy Word is truth. If you want to change, the Word is truth. When you're rotten, 
And you want to be The word is truth. Why? Because truth will have you a true foundation in your faith. I'm not mad. I'm just passionate about that. The Bible. I'll guarantee you. I'll guarantee you. There's so many. How many of you have ever heard me say, have you read your Bible today? Raise your hand. Those of you online, raise your hand. (laughs) What's that? Raise your hand. That's it. So you've been in that word today? <laughs> so you've been in that word today? That's what I get people look here. Look here. It's like, almost like you catch somebody smoking when you're the preacher. Like, you, <laughs> I said that before. You see people smoking, and when they see me coming, I've told you all this a hundred times. You see, they see, you catch them smoking, they put it behind their back. And then like they got smoke coming up their back. And I'm like, look, dog, you, you fix and catch your hair on fire or something. I'm not the Holy Ghost. But you ask people, are you reading the word? Oh, well, uh, uh, nah. just say no. I ain't going to give you no whooping. I ain't going to do nothing, but the truth will make you free. Preacher always asks me how I'm reading the word. Like he's going to get mad at me. No, don't do it for me. Do it for you. Because when you bank that word and the word is in you, now you got an arsenal against hell when hell comes against you. Because then if the word is hidden in your heart, you can declare greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. That's why. You better get, devil. Don't work for nobody. Better get. But when you say in the name of Jesus, I'm more than a conqueror. You got to go. Get behind me. In Jesus' name. The word of God said every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. Can I tell you, Lucifer himself will have to do the same. And by the way, for those that are making their pro-choice decisions and defining marriage and everything else, one day, Somebody say, oh, he's on politics. No, I'm not on politics. I'm on the Word of God. I'm on the Word of God. I love you right now, but I'm going to tell you right now. Can I tell you one thing this world is lacking is salt. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt has lost, Pastor, you're too salty. You're going to run people off. Can I tell you something? I don't know about y'all, but I'm thankful for a Holy Ghost that still convicts me. And I'm still thankful for the power of the word that it says that he'll testify of the truth. I got to hurry. The Bible ain't got time to finish that up. Your baptism. Your baptism. You can look in 1 Corinthians 15 or 1 Corinthians, other places. Listen, your baptism needs to mean something. Your water baptism, too. Stay with me a minute. Jake, will you come? Can you come pedal? Well, I remember the day I got baptized. You got wet. But was it really a death, a burial, and a resurrection? Baptism is not the blood. Amen. But the last one, the baptism serves as a testimony. Hey, I remember the day you got baptized. 
Amen, Brian. I remember. Ain't been that long ago. Kenny. Come on. You need a testimony. talks about the baptism. I know we could talk about water baptism, but I want to talk about Holy Ghost baptism. I want to talk about being immersed in the Spirit and the Holy Ghost immersing you. The Word of God says that Enoch, I mean, I, that, that piece of Scripture always intrigues me. The Word of God says in the book of Genesis that Enoch walked with God and then he was not. Meaning that Scripture would allude that he, that he wouldn't just Elijah, that an Enoch would have been one too, that it would have been raptured or taken away. He had that testimony that he walked with God. Stay with me just a minute. Amy, would you come here, please? Would you come here? It's rare that I get to do this. So you see Amy. Stand behind me, please. Now you all know she's back there, right? But who do you see? Enoch had a testimony that he walked with God and then he was not. Let me tell you where I want to be, man. I want God to be so big in my life that people don't see me anymore. Actually, I want that testimony. that that's going to happen is through the Holy Ghost. My flesh. <laughs> My flesh still wants to rage at times. Pastor, you're, yeah, I still want to get angry. I still want How you doing, Holy Ghost? in the Holy Ghost is that when people see the Spirit of God it's the Spirit of God that convicts, that comes through you Rick, it's the Spirit of God that comforts it's the Spirit of God that says I don't understand right now but I know this, I know I love you the thing is is that the Holy Spirit is not just in place to keep you or to be in place to keep you from falling but the Holy Spirit is in place to help you get back up when you do Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again into a lively hope by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fades not away, reserved in heaven for you. Wow, 
incorruptible, undefiled, not messed with, not tainted with, not anything. And guess what? It doesn't fade. And guess what? It's in heaven. It's reserved for you. Look at verse 5. Who's that for? Who are kept by the power of God. Through the preacher, through the pastor, through the pope. No. Through faith unto salvation. Ready to be revealed in the last time. That ending faith. Listen, once we see it, it's not faith anymore. We're in church. We should greatly rejoice. Though now for a season, if need be, you're in heaviness through manifold temptation that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold. Why am I going through this? It's the trial of faith. Though it be tried with fire, might be found under praise, honor, and glory at the appearing of Christ. For those of you that's going through it, boy, that one day, listen, that day when you see Him, you're not going to say, it's about time. You're going to say, hallelujah! see you love in whom though you now see him not yet believing you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory thank you for finishing that up sweetheart have you ever been so joyful (laughs) that you couldn't even speak it's like a Holy Ghost giddy and you're just like Verse 9, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul. Did you know that uh, we got more stuff we'll get to it? Did you know that no flesh will inherit the kingdom? Did you know that that's the spirit? So today, when I talk about being immersed in the spirit, Pastor, what's that look like? The day you were born again, if you really got it, remember you didn't hate anybody that day. Remember, you wanted to hug everybody's neck. That was the day the Holy Ghost was really big and strong. I filter things through the baptism and through the Spirit. I didn't get to all of that. There's more reference. Yeah. Romans 15. But we know each other by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Excuse me, Romans 8. Romans 8. We'll know each other by that and through that. In closing, I'm going to encourage you to put the funnel away. Bible and the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Receive things in the Spirit. Receive things not in your flesh because you'll stay mad, you'll get offended. Many of you, man, I. You may be out there tonight, and I want to share this. Sunday morning, I had one of the most encouraging things happen 
was awesome. We got done preaching and we were done and there was just a small handful of people left. And coming around the corner, he's probably watching tonight, I hope you are, I won't use your name, but he come around the corner, he had a mask on and I said, uh, I said, hey brothers, everything all right? I thought I knew who it was. I'd seen him before and spoke with him before. He said, man, I'm in trouble. I said, okay, what's going on? He said, no, I'm talking about in here. He said, I've been watching online. And he said, I was just watching online. And he said, man, I had to get down here. I'm so glad you're here. And I'm thinking, boy, don't be glad I'm here, but God's still here. Long story shorter, he got down right here and rededicated his life to the Lord. Can we give God praise? Let me just tell you how simple that word that's going out, that if it could do this, I've been watching for two or three weeks. That word's going out. That word's going out, whether it's by song, sermon, or whatever. It was beautiful. Oh, boy, I tell you what, it just lit me up, boy. Just lit me slick up. I'm like, hallelujah. All this stuff's on. Yeah. Praise God. If you're watching, Stay the course. Stay the course. If you're out there tonight and you're looking for the answer, we have it. And his name is Jesus. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But we can be justified freely tonight by him. You all agree with me? Online, also, please agree with me right now. Don't turn it off. Heavenly Father, we bind together. As a family of believers, believe in God that you're still saving lost souls. Believe in God that you're still delivering people from addiction. We believe tonight, God, that as your word has went forth, and God right now, as the saints are standing in the gap, and we're believing for those that are broken and bruised, God, those that have been misled, misguided, misinformed, I'm praying tonight that you would hear me. And this is the day made for salvation, for your salvation. That right now you can be saved, you can be changed. Christian, listen, I want to talk to you. For those of you that have all these voices and all this is funneling into your mind, you're you're being swayed to, fro, back, forth, up, down, in, out, all of those things right now. I'm going to pray. We're praying and believing that you're going to be anchored to the cross at Calvary, that you're no longer going to let these voices... You're going to filter things through the blood of Jesus Christ. You're going to filter them through the Bible, through God's holy word. You're going to filter them through the Holy Ghost, through that baptism. Not just your water baptism served as a testimony, but you're going to be immersed in Him. You're going to walk in the Spirit of God because you're not going to be led by that old man anymore. And God, right now, I rebuke the enemy in Jesus' name, and we're going to take back the ground that the enemy's tried to take from us in Jesus' name through the power of the blood right now. We declare, God, a revival like this world has never seen before. God, we are going to believe it, and we're going to trust it. And God, for those that say there's no way that God can, (laughs) right now, God, I pray that we wouldn't be balanced by their opinion, that, God, you said tonight through the power of your word, whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Holy Spirit, God. And God, revive the hearts of those that are weak, those, God, that are losing their faith. Steer them up, Lord. 
God, for those that are busting at the seams, it's because that old wineskin cannot stand this new wine that needs to be poured in, God. Lord, thank you. Thank you. God, tonight, unite us. Unite us stronger and greater. Let us be greater, God, than we've ever been in the kingdom for you. Let us do great things. God, that one out there tonight that needs healing, in Jesus' name, he, he declares that I am the God that healeth thee. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. He that hath an ear, let him hear. We love you, Jesus. It's in your name. Hey, everybody, just wanted to thank you once again for being with us here in our worship service today and taking the time out, which I know is so valuable to you. God bless you and be encouraged. And remember, Jesus is King.